Hey folks, Derek Wetmore from The Twin Show, and I've got a special episode. For starters, if you missed my chat with Phil Mackey and Rami Makloff on their show on Wednesday, you can go find that on their feed. It's Mackey and Judd with Rami, R-A-M-I-E. And we basically, they, they asked me, what's your hottest twins take that you believe? And I put out something that I didn't think was that controversial, but then we started fighting about it. Anyways, it was a fun baseball chat. The intensity in the room got dialed up a little bit. And you can find that on their feed. But I also wanted to share with you this interview from earlier in the day, Wednesday. I wanted to share it with all of you who are subscribed here, who maybe haven't subscribed yet to Score North Live. I was uh, fortunate enough to get to sit in with Darren Doogie Wolfson as he brought into studio Ray's relief ace, Nick Anderson. He is hashtag one of us. He's from the land of 10,000 lakes and spent time in the Twins minor league system. Uh, With the stretch run he had for Tampa Bay, sure seems like uh, one that got away. But just a fun interview, a fun backstory. You'll laugh when you hear uh, the, the thing that he credits for giving him a jump in velocity at some point along his minor league journey. So I wanted to share this with you guys. I figured if you like twins and you like baseball and you like the hot stove stuff, you might like some of the backstory things too. Uh, So Nick Anderson, Ray's relief ace, joined us in studio. Here is that interview. Crosby native, one of the best relievers in Major League Baseball this year. That is not an overstatement, although you would think as as the host of the show, I'd have like all the numbers right here in front of me. I don't. The only one I remember is second best strikeout rate in all of baseball this year. Only Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers had a better strikeout rate. He was with the Miami Marlins, then got traded in late July to the Tampa Bay Rays. He is Nick Anderson. So Nick is with us in studio. Derek Wetmore here for the entire hour. Nick, thank you for doing this. Hey, not a problem. Thanks for having me in. What's the offseason been like? I mean, heck, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, right now it's November 20th. Like, not that long ago, you were pitching in the postseason for the Rays. You guys had a nice run. You win the one game playoff or the game against Oakland, right? And then you transition to a series against the Houston Astros, end up losing that series. But you guys were competitive in that series. But really, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. But how's the how's the offseason treating you? It's going great so far. Honestly, um, you know, I'm not working now, but it still seems to be just as busy <laughs> and days are already flying by. Um, but it, it's been nice to get get a little bit of rest. And, uh, you know, after a crazy first year in the big leagues, I didn't ever expect that I was going to be in that situation. So what I mean, that's what is keeping you busy right now? Yeah, I mean, anything, family, friends, um, I don't know. Just Costco trips, catching up on yeah. life. <laughs> catch up, yeah, catch up, catching Responding up on life. Responding all my text messages. Oh, hey, can geez. you join me in studio? <laughs> Seriously, uh, I still need to get back to some people from just this season. For sure. You know, it, it just yeah, it's time flies. One thing or another. I'm sure all you. I'm sure you guys know too. It's just yeah. I mean, goes. the cliche holds true. I mean, it's been a crazy just even year. Like this time last year. Like today's the deadline for the Twins to add guys to their 40 man roster. So you think about this time last year. And many of us were saying, come on, Twins, you need to add Nick Anderson to your 40-man roster. They decide not to. They then expose you to the 40-man or to the Rule 5 draft because they didn't keep you on their 40-man roster. So then a couple weeks later at the winter meetings, the Miami Marlins select you. You have a good... Yeah, was it the Miami Marlins or was there a yeah, trade? Yeah, I got trade. Yeah, yeah. I was there a trade tra- beforehand? Yep, the Twins yeah, ended up working out a trade. A trade. Yeah. yeah. Okay, was- so the Twins ended up 
Bottom line is they decided not to keep you on their 40, man. You end up with the Miami Marlins. Mm-hmm. But no guarantees, right? I mean, you go down to Marlins spring training with nothing promised. You're not guaranteed anything, but you impress them enough. You make the opening day roster. You pitch well for the Marlins, well enough to the point of they were sellers in July. They sell you to the Tampa Bay Rays, a big trade. They got back multiple prospects. Can't remember the names, but they got back some pieces. Miami decided to trade you. The Tampa Bay Rays acquire you. Then from August 1st on, I mean, you were good with the Marlins, but from August 1st on, your numbers were phenomenal. I don't know what led to that. Maybe you can take us through what led to that. Was it just locating the fastball, throwing the fastball more? Whatever it was, though, with your 98, 99-mile-per-hour fastball, 100 miles per hour, I mean, you just you took off with the Tampa Bay Rays. But it's just it's been a crazy year to think about this time last year. We're wondering if the Twins would add you to the 40-man, you know, then Twins to the Marlins, and now with the Rays. I think, yeah, it goes back to kind of what I said. It's been, it's been a crazy last, you know, year. Um, you know, never, I guess, if you had asked me how I thought it would go, I mean, there's no way I would have been able to tell you these steps, you know. Um, but, you know, everything happens, and, you know, I was more than thankful to get the fresh opportunity with the Marlins, and they're doing good things there, and they're rebuilding. So I knew getting traded over there that I would have a good opportunity. So that that was nice, you know, that kind of gave me a little bit of a boost, like, hey, I'm, I'm going to actually have a legit opportunity to make the team. So going over there and then just kind of, you know, just playing and not really trying to force it too much. Hmm. So, I mean, were you forcing it at different points previously? I mean, even, I guess, you know, the the 2018 season when you're pitching in the Twins minor league system, did you feel like you were pressing at different points? I think a little bit can creep in your head no matter what. Um, You know, if you're doing good for a good period of time, then you kind of think, you're like, hey, I want to... You know, am I going to get a call? Anybody or, watching me? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Hello, is anybody up That's above? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then you feel like normal. you've got this body of work that you've earned the call, right? But then the call doesn't come. Yeah, I mean, that has to be just a lot of uneasiness. Yeah, and, and it's just part of baseball, though, really, you know? So that's uh, trying to eliminate those thoughts creeping into your head is, I think, where you're going to have the most success. Yeah, for sure. Is But that's, I think, for the most part, once you get to, you know, double A, triple A, or you've played for a little while, it, you get to, you start to realize that and not let it affect you as much, like, you know, on the field. So, as maybe when at the lower level. It's so. almost like that's, that's a skill in itself, almost. Yeah. And that plays into the whole, you know, 90% mental. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, if you got some stuff going on upstairs, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. Hey, so what's it like? Because you've been so traded twice. That phone call, is that from the team? Just take us through like your journey on either of those. Is it from the team or is it from your agent where they call you up and say, hey, here's the situation. Here's what's happening. So last November was the um, the scouting director for the Twins. Sean Johnson. I don't know. Um, I'm drawing, before that? Yeah, before that. Uh, Darren? Jeremy Zoll. No. 
I mean, DJ? Darren Johnson? It could be any number of no, folks. Was it Rob Anthony? I mean, was it Fad Levine, Derek Fowley? Actually, it might have been Rob Anthony. Rob yeah, Anthony so Rob or Brad Anthony. Style do a lot of the minor yeah, league Brad stuff, Yeah, Brad Style. Too. Might have okay. been Brad, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll somebody from the Twins called you. So, hey, no, yeah, well, sooner or later we'll figure <laughs> it out. One of those is it, yeah. <laughs> but so, anyway, you so, see a call from the Twins, I mean, it's uh-oh, whoever. Uh-oh, number. And so, so you answer, and you're thinking, okay, what the heck is this? So, well, I, I had talked to my agent a little before that. Okay. Um, Kind of leading up to, you know, the day or two right before the trade the rule five deadline sure and it did end up coming out that you know a trade was possible hmm. so i kind of when i heard that i had my mindset already i'm like i'm getting traded sure okay so it i think i got a call about five minutes before before the deadline from i'm pretty sure it was rob Anthony. okay um and just said you know hey it's we had a tough decision and you know pretty much it came down to it and what's your feeling like in that it. moment I mean that's a big call for them, but it's a it's a bigger phone call for you and for your life. Yeah, and you know ultimately, you know my goal I just wanted to get to the big leagues, you know get to the highest level possible. So, you know I had been with the Twins since they picked me up out of indie ball, hmm. and so I was thankful for that opportunity. But you know that's the way baseball goes. It's very few people stick with the same t- same team their entire career. That's. I'd like to actually know what the percentage is on that. It's, oh, crazy. It's, yeah. Has there been what? Like, it's like 19,000 big leaguers, but how many of them are with one team and one team only? And what Exactly. Not very many. Right. So, you know, it's, I was obviously a little sad, but okay. at the same time, um, you know, it's, it's baseball. And I was like, Hey, I'm just looking for a legit opportunity. So, you know, talking to them and then I was like, Hey, you know what? And I kind of had, like I said, I kind of had the day or two leading up to it, like to, you know, okay. maybe get a little couple things out. Sure. Um, get in the right head space for that. A, yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, so I was telling myself, I was like, yeah, I'm getting traded. And, you know, some family were like, oh, you never know. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just, <laughs> I would just, I just was telling myself. So you were know, low key about I, it. I was, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And then, you know, talking to uh, Brian Chatton called me from the Marlins and said, you know, hey, we traded for you and put you on the 40 man. And, you know, we, we chatted for, I don't know, five minutes or so, just something quick. And he, he, he told me just, Hey, you know, we went to trade it for you. If we didn't think you could have an immediate impact on our team. So, you know, just come into spring training and, you know, do your thing and that's great. Be good. So and and he, he did your he, thing. I mean, to the point of like, you were this unbelievable asset for the Marlins. So then there's the other trade. That Derek alluded to. So it's what, July 31st? Was it the deadline day? Yeah, that was about July that. 31st. And next thing you know, the Marlins are shipping you off. Yeah. And I actually didn't find out until after the deadline that. No way. I got, well, yeah, because they were doing, they were doing, of course, you know, their, I don't know, business stuff, whatever, yep. <laughs> whatever they got to do. Probably so, I mean, did you think for a stretch there that, <laughs> that you had escaped? And who knows? Maybe, maybe you were looking for a trade, but did you think? You know, as as the clock ticked to that next minute after that hour, whatever it was, four o'clock Eastern, three o'clock Eastern, that you know what? I didn't get traded. I'm still a Marlin. No, I didn't even think I was going to get traded. I wasn't think I'm I'm a rookie. Yeah, you know, I'm full team control, three years. Sure. I I literally zero percent of me thought any like about me getting traded. So I actually found out before when we were sitting in the clubhouse waiting to go out for BP. Uh, somebody was on their phone and saw it on Twitter or something. <laughs> so uh, they were like, hey, Andy and uh, Richards got traded. 
And I was thinking, not even me. I was thinking the other Andy, Brian Anderson. <laughs> okay, so yeah. my 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 yeah. So my nickname was the other Andy. So it's kind of <laughs> just because Brian was there. Sure. So I was thinking, wow. I was thinking him and Trevor Richards. You're like, oh man, I'm gonna miss my old teammates. Uh, yeah, yeah, those two guys. So yeah, and so actually, so I think Brian Anderson was in the clubhouse and goes, "What? I got traded?" And and so it might have been Cooper. And he goes, no, the other Andy. And I'm like, my head kind of popped up. You know, what? Are you serious? And so, you know, big guy started coming and saying bye, whatever. And I'm like, guys, I haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> just, just slow down. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? You're like, getting your you, hugs in the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. You, you know wow. how social media stuff goes. Sure. Things just blow up. For so sure. I, I'm like, wow. I'm like, but social media wasn't wrong. I, I mean, know. all those people knew before you knew. They, yeah, exactly. So, and then, and then obviously I kind of, some coaches were walking around and uh, whatnot. And then I got, I got, well, Richards and I both got told a little while after. Okay. Yeah. So I found out, I found out from Twitter. (laughs) That is, that is crazy. We're talking with Rays reliever, Nick Anderson, one of the best relievers in major league baseball this past season. He is a Crosby native. All right. Let's circle back. You mentioned how the twins signed you out of indie ball. I mean, mm-hmm. we talk about the whirlwind of the last year, like this time last year, you're wondering if the Twins would add you to the 40-man. They don't. Let's even circle back a few years prior. Like, it really wasn't that long ago that you were pitching in town for the Tri-City Sharks, right? You were playing amateur <laughs> ball here in town, just waiting for your next professional opportunity, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, isn't that just... You do realize that your story is movie-esque in so many different ways. I like get, who else I, has a story like yours? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think about that stuff. You know. I. I just kind of. I just kind of go. You know. Everything's just kind of a step to where I want to get to. So, um, I never have a bad outlook on whatever situation I'm in. I'm just. I just stay positive and say, Hey, this is just what I need to do to get to this next part, and then, you know, get to that part and just. So how did you get to that next part then? So you're pitching for the Tri-City Sharks. Mm -hmm. You then land with an independent team soon thereafter, and that's when the Twins discovered you and signed you. So then you joined the Twins organization, and you just climb your way up all the way to AAA Rochester? So in 2014 was when I was with the Tri-City Shark. And then uh, Buddy and I actually went to a showcase down in Florida. I think it was actually just outside of Fort Myers. Oh, cool. Um, called the Indie Pro Showcase. And, and there, anybody can go to that. I mean, if yeah, Derek Wentworth yeah, wants to go, you got to pay a certain amount of dollars, it, but anybody right. can go and showcase. Change right. up specialist. My fastball is not what it used to be. <laughs> hey, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> got to have one pitch. It's, That's what I'm told. <laughs> uh, you got to master one. Yeah, it's, well, I'll work on that. <laughs> so you head down to Florida. Did you pay the freight to go down there, you and so, a buddy? Yeah, okay. it was... Uh, I. Th- I want to say it was two fifty, okay, maybe um, to go show to your go, stuff, and then basically. obviously, um, you know, we had to stay in a hotel and yeah. get a rental car. And so our it was an expensive trip with no guarantees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had read or heard decent things about this showcase uh, that there were supposed to be a good amount of um, pro teams, their affiliated teams. And then, you know, a handful of independent teams as well. Okay. So we get down there. I was kind of excited. You know, me and my buddy all ramped up and get down there. And 
the only affiliated team was the Red Sox. There was a pitching guy for the Red Sox. What? Oh, yeah. That's because their spring training facility yeah. is like two seconds away. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. sure he's, yeah, I'm sure he's based right there at the Red Sox spring training oh, facility. Oh, what a buzzkill. So if we kind of looked at each other and we're like, man, really? <laughs> like, you know, we were expecting that, you know, at least like five or ten, mm-hmm. you know, affiliated teams. And so that was a, yeah, that was a little bit, but, you know, it's, we were down there. Sure. We were going to do the same thing. So, um, and then there was just a bunch of independent independent baseball teams there. So Okay, so then one of the scouts for one of those independent teams so, yeah, saw you throw, you throw well enough, and they offer you a contract? Yeah, so here's, I don't know, I guess maybe this just adds to the story, but uh, it was a two-day thing. So we go, we threw the one day, pitched, pitched an inning or whatever, and then threw the next day, back-to-back days. Um, so it was it was a lot of the managers for the independent teams. It was like the managers that were there. Makes sense, yeah. So, I mean, you have double duty. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. They don't I don't, have know, I don't know their scouting, scouting. Yeah. <laughs> their scouting department. <laughs> you should see their so, analytics staff. So, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. So uh, the manager of one of these teams. So, yeah, for the Frontier Grays. Um, so, actually, I didn't even get offered a contract there. My buddy did. The one I went with, he, uh, he got offered a contract. So... He, I'm pretty sure he he signed, and it wasn't until maybe two weeks later, two or three weeks later, that um, the manager Vinny called me a couple times. We kind of talked back and forth, and and uh, then yeah, ended up saying he had room or whatever to to sign me. So I mean, what were you thinking though in that two week window? I mean, when when you see your buddy offered a contract, I mean. And heck, I mean, how many times along the way were you ready just to throw in the towel, saying uh, the dream is dead? To to be honest, none. Um, hmm. I, I never had the thought of quitting. So I don't know if that's made it easier, but I know. I mean, this is definitely one thing that I wanted to do in my life. So, you know, I guess if that's the one thing that I want to do, and then I quit that, I don't know where am I going to end up. So. It really wasn't, I guess, I never really thought, you know, if this doesn't work, you know, what's going to happen? I just kind of just kept believing that something was going to happen. And I knew there was a bunch of other, I don't even know, random independent leagues that were trying to start up. Sure. Or yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot so, of independent so leagues. There yeah. Was, yeah. So there, I mean, there was plenty of people there. If I wouldn't, like, I could have gotten to one of those other random, random leagues. So I knew I was going to be able to play. But, yeah, I guess I guess your question I didn't I didn't really ever have a thought, you know, if this doesn't work out or you know in those couple of weeks that I was waiting um yeah, I never really hmm. didn't really think about that. Nick, right. you, you yeah. t- I'm sorry, Doogie. You you talked about the mental block or the that's a skill on its own almost to be able to tune out the noise like you're you're talking about. How about physically? Where did it where did you start to notice in yourself that like, hey, I've always thought I could throw, but now I mean it's at another level where where you sit here today. When was that sort of point for you where you thought it te- it took off? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't, people ask me that, and I'm like, I don't know. I might yeah. have just woke up. Somebody touched some magic ointment on me at night or something when I was sleeping. I got to give me some of that. So, I mean, did you always have the velo? Seriously, I mean, you throw at 99 miles per hour, 100 miles well, per hour. I haven't hit 100 yet. That's a goal. I thought you did at one goal. point. No. Maybe it was no, the stadium the, gun uh, that was juiced or something. I hit, yeah, maybe. 
I hit, I know on the stadium gun in Boston, the first game actually with the Rays, it said 99, but I don't think, okay. I think it was like So you're like right on the cusp of 98. 98.5 or something. Were you always 98, 99? I mean, is oh, that no. maybe when things took off, when, when your velocity ramped up? So, yeah, so the the funny the funny thing is here's here's a story um i want to say it was in it was in 2014 in either over the winter i don't know exactly know what month but it might have actually been in 15 in january february um like you know a month and a month and a half before i went down to that indie pro showcase mm-hmm. yeah um i actually stepped on a nail at work and my foot was kind of messed up for a little while and you know, I, I took, I was wearing one of those plastic boots or shoes or whatever, you know, sure. it's no flexion on the bottom. And so I didn't, I didn't throw for maybe three days, four days or something like that, but I couldn't, I couldn't bend it. I couldn't put any pressure because it was more towards the ball of my foot where I stepped on this nail. Ouch. <laughs> and so when I started throwing again, I kind of had to not really do a whole lot with my back leg and just kind of squeeze my glute and just sure. kind of be on my heel. And I started throwing it and my catch partner was like, dude, I think you got some more velo. <laughs> nice. So then I ended up going to the indie pro showcase and yeah. I was like, I was like 95, 95, 96 back to back days. And that wasn't typical. That was no, no. Uh, my first couple of years. That's indie, uh, so yeah. yeah, I did, did that actually do anything to me? I have no idea. All right, but, so for all the kids but, out there that want to add a few miles, step on a nail. <laughs> no, just kidding. Find a nail so, to step on. We the, over the last couple of years at work uh, in the off season, me and my two buddies that I work with, um, we kind of, we joke about that. You know, they'd be like, "Hey, when are you going to step on hurt. another nail and hit a <laughs> hundred? <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, Next time you'll be triple digits. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. So, oh, but no, no, but back to um, back to kind of when did it when did it flip for me? I'd say in what was it seventeen the year I went to double it yeah two thousand seventeen um in I was in high A in Fort Myers and just I don't know one game I went out and I was like ninety five ninety six with like a couple ninety sevens hmm. and I'd been I want to say ninety three ish you know just kind of sitting there and I thought the gun was broke. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like it, I mean, you know, when you got one day and all of a sudden you got plus four, two, yeah, yeah, two, sure. three up, Jeez. like, like all right, something's not that's not right. Okay, so I did that, and then I think I think I was like that for a couple games, and one game I might have went back down a little bit, and then the next game I was back up, and then shortly thereafter I got sent to Double A, and my whole time pretty much in Double A I was. I want to say 95, 96 with some sevens and eights. And it just, yeah. I don't, it yeah, just I mean, kind at of that point, changed. I mean, you're at double A. You're pretty much knocking on the doorstep of Major League Baseball. Hang tight. Nick Anderson, Crosby native, Tampa Bay Rays reliever, one of the best relievers in baseball this past year is in studio. Derek Wetmore is here. My name is Darren Doogie Wolfson. Manny Hill is here producing and technically directing. We'll go one more segment with Nick. We'll address the elephant in the room. Is there any bitterness, any animosity toward the Twins? I mean, frankly, Nick should be in the Twins' bullpen right now. You know, you think about last April, May, June, all the hiccups the Twins had. The bullpen got a lot better as the year went on. But early in the season, a lot of us were wondering, why didn't the Twins do more to fix their bullpen? Frankly, Nick Anderson 
should be in the Twins' bullpen, should have been last year, and should still be in the Twins' bullpen. So we'll address that topic when we come back. It's Score North Live right here on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit FederatedInsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect your let your north flag fly. Score North. Minnesota sports. Anytime, anywhere. Scorenorth.com. And Nick Anderson joins us for one more segment here in studio. Score North Live. Score North on 1500. Scorenorth.com. Darren Doogie Wolfson. Derek Wetmore. Do you remember going KK and that final strikeout in Oakland? A <laughs> little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, you can't remember every strikeout, but... In that particular moment, that big stage, the postseason stage, like you'll never ever forget those strikeouts. De- definitely not. Um, you know, I was kind of curious, honestly, because this was my long season. So I was kind of curious of you know how I was going to hold up or how what my body carry. was going to do. Sure. Yeah. So kind of going out and then obviously doing that in the wild card game. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so, now you're looking forward to next year even more. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, so this year you threw more innings, more pitches than you ever had? I, I guess I don't know about pitches, but innings and games um, and appearances, definitely. But, I mean, you never there, – there were never any signs of, of any wear and tear, like – yeah, I look at your September numbers and the playoff numbers. I mean, those were your best numbers. Fortunately, fortunately, my body, I guess, is liking being twenty eight, twenty nine. So you know, hopefully next year it likes being thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's good. the 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 funny thing about the wild card game, though, honestly, is uh, you know I, I think I got hot three times before I ended up getting into the game. So I might have gotten hot, including going in the game four Jeez. times. That's unheard um, of. I mean, so, even in like a wild card situation. I mean, yeah, I don't know. So, wow, man, it's and so the first time I got up, I felt like poo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, and then the second time I got up, I felt a little bit better. And then the third time, I'm like, all right, there we go. And then the fourth time, you're in the game. Worked, yeah, so I think, wow, in a sense, I was kind of happy that I got up three That's, times. How many pitches good. was it? Was it like? I don't know, was it 9, but was it 10, 11? I mean, it seemed like, if I recall correctly... In the game? It was like boom, 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 three strikeouts, snap of the fingers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, probably 15, I don't know, probably yeah. 15 or so something Maybe a ball like here or a ball there, yeah. but I mean, you were locating your fastball. 98, yeah, 99, think, locate that fastball, those guys can't touch that. Yeah, well, I think actually one hitter I might have went 3-0 on. Okay, um, yeah. I'm trying to remember the appearance. Yeah, okay. me too. Yeah, I bring up stuff and I, you know, the chances of me actually like recalling. If only there was like, technology that could have the box score yeah. in front of our face at this very moment. We if know that, that you went strikeout, strikeout, yeah. strikeout. Where's Siri or Alexa? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ask could, it on the radio could, show. Could they tell us? <laughs> what was, Dude, what was the coolest moment during the year? Like, did you face Aaron Judge at any yeah. point or any other superstar? Yeah. Strikeout a superstar. Yeah, I faced Judge once. Um, he was only actually he was the only Yankee that I faced. 
because I came in uh, just to get the third out of an inning. And then I would think I was going to go back out for the next inning, but we scored some runs or hmm. whatever. And it's pretty good team this year. Sat me down. So, so I mean, I guess what was, what was the yeah. coolest moment? Or, so, or maybe it was just your I, welcome uh, to the honestly, big leagues moment, that first it, pitch you threw yeah, in Major League Baseball. I kind of want to just say it was just the whole year. Um, you know, obviously, obviously the postseason was unreal. Um, I never, honestly, I didn't think it was going to be as much fun as it was. And shoot, we didn't even make it to the World Series, you know? Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't expect it to be quite as much fun as, as it was. So that, that was super, super nice. Yeah. <laughs> 22 um, pitches in that wild card game for Nick, by the oh, way. Wow. Right, so, yeah. I knew, I knew so it. I'm it suggesting 9, 10, 11. I wasn't even, <laughs> I wasn't even in the ballpark. I wasn't even close. All right, let's wrap up here, Nick. So, I mean, were there any points in October? You know, you guys are making your run against the Astros. The Twins are playing the Yankees. Where you were thinking, how cool would it be? American League Championship Series, Rays against the Twins. And let's fast forward to January, the Diamond Awards. You will be recognized. You have the award as the Upper Midwest Player of the Year. Like, when you approach the podium, presumably if you're able to make the ceremony... Like, will you glance at Derek Falvey and Thad Levine and some other twins folks and say, <laughs> hello, like, you know, and I love those guys, and they've made a lot of good decisions, but they clearly screwed up on you. It's all right. You know, it happens with every team. It's Every team does things, and, you know, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. So you can't, and, and it's hard, obviously, from the outside or from the public. You know, they obviously, you know, after seeing – the results or whatever, you know, obviously they're going to be like, oh, what were you thinking? And me. You, you, I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, I'm like, guilty, right? Yeah. yeah I'm absolutely yeah. guilty of that. Yeah. So, you know, that's just kind of, that's just the way it is. There's, there's yeah, sure, good decisions, bad decisions, and, you know, whatever I guess you think about this decision is kind of what it is. So well, you sound I, like I'm, you're really harboring a grudge. Like you're really I'm still not, holding <laughs> on to that Oh, anger. man. I'm so <laughs> mad. I mean, there has <laughs> to be some gratefulness. I, I, I spent a year in the big leagues. I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm sorry. I had to go there. I mean, they did take the initial chance on you, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, there has to be some gratefulness that it was the Twins. It wasn't anybody else. Mm-hmm. The Twins brought you to organized baseball. Exactly. Put you in a position to eventually make the major leagues. Exactly. So that's kind of along this whole process or this whole journey. Um, you know, even before affiliated baseball, you know, there's so many different people have played a part in my life and helping me get to where I'm at now. Sure. So, you know, like, like you just said, you know, the twins gave me that first opportunity. So I, I couldn't be more than thankful, you know, for, for that opportunity. And, you know, it just only lasted for four years and then got traded, you know? So, um, and then same thing with the Marlins. Um, you know, I've nothing but good things to say about the Twins, the Marlins, and, you know, my current team, the Rays. So they've all given me opportunity and seen light and had faith in me. And, you know, thankfully I've gone out and, um, you know, helped them or showed them. Yeah. You hear the wrap up music briefly. I do. I thought we were just going to start DJing or something. Yeah, we should. But are you still working construction? Like, that's been well documented that other winters, I mean, you needed to make extra money some way, some form or another. 
Are you still doing some construction work? Not as of right now. I haven't since I got back, but um, I will be helping the guys out a little bit when they need a little extra hand or, that's great. or something, yeah, that's great. To, something to wrap I mean, up that's quick. Who you are. So, yeah, yeah it's, they, they've helped me out a lot the last, last few years. Last, to me, four, four or five years. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a that's while. awesome. Nick, thank you for doing so, this. Hey, Thanks, absolutely. Nick. Not a problem. Thanks for having me in here. That's the voice of Rays reliever Nick Anderson. For Manny Hill, for Derek Wetmore, I'm Darren Doogie Wolfson signing off here on Score North Live. Score North on 1500, scorenorth.com. Purple Daily is next. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.